Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers League. You guys are in for a massive, massive treat today. We have got the Maroons B-side. So obviously, we said that we'd be putting together over the past few days an A-side, which we would think would be the side to go on to play uh, in Game 1 in 2024. And then a B-side filled with guys that should make it, but were very unlucky to miss out. That is the B-side today for the Maroons. We're going to be reading out our B-side. And I tell you this right now, it is a very, very strong outfit that I reckon could go on, if it was an NRL side, to win a premiership. That is for sure. Let's have a look at this B-side for the Maroons. At fullback, we have Reese Walsh. Uh, he was fantastic in the series this season, obviously before he got uh, suspended in Game 3. But he was fantastic in this series. Uh, really enjoyed watching him debut for the Maroons and absolutely killing it. I think that he will be very unlucky to miss out to Callan Ponga in 2024. But I do think that he'll still be in the squad just in case there is an injury somewhere. He will be the guy to slot in for me. He was fantastic in the previous series. Uh, it just really depends on what happens with Callum Ponga, if he's fully fit throughout the entire year. And, yeah, just depending on the form as well. I mean, if Reese Walsh is in better form uh, than Callum Ponga, then I imagine that Reese Walsh will get the spot. But at the moment, for me right now, I'd be picking Callum Ponga. So Reese Walsh is in the B side at fullback. Uh, Alafiana Khan Pereira, I think, is going to be in this Maroon side down the track over the next two to three years. I think he will get a crack on the wing. Um, it just depends how the side changes, who moves and stuff like that. You'd have to imagine that over the next four to five years, you, you know, Valentine Holmes retires and there'd be a little bit of shifting, a little bit of movement in this side, depending on form as well. If Alafiana comes out and kills it this season, I imagine that he'll be in the squad somewhere. Definitely not in the 17 this coming year. I think it's way too early, but... I think that he will be in the squad for the next few years and then potentially get his debut over the next three to five years, I'm going to say. I said two to three. I think that's a little bit too soon. Maybe three to five years. We might see Alafiana Camperera in this Maroons outfit. Uh, the other winger who I think is very unlucky to miss out, but you know he might get a spot somewhere in this side in game one in 2024. It just depends how Billy wants to, uh, you know, what side Billy wants to name for the game. Xavier Coates is the other winger for the B side. Uh, he's not in my A side. Obviously, for the A side, we had Selwyn Cobbo and Murray Talagi. So he's in the B side. But look, I'll let you know now if he's in better form than Murray Talagi or Selwyn Cobbo, he'll get the spot for sure. Uh, in the centres, we've got Kurt Capewell and Dane Gagai. Uh, Kurt Capewell was unlucky to be shifted out, and so was Dane Gagai. These were two guys that were very controversial, I guess, to not be picked in the 2023 series. But now that we've seen what the Hammer can do and what David Fafita can do now that, now that he's back in this Maroon side, Jeremiah Nanai as well, uh, and you know, all the forwards that they do have, it's a very stacked forward pack for the Maroons. Uh, Kurt Capewell, I imagine that 
he won't be back in this Maroon side unless there is an injury. Uh, I think that's the same for Dane Gagai, to be honest. Dane Gagai is at the back end of his career at the moment. He's got a fresh, young, really good in defense and attack hammer uh, who's very quick, very agile. Some of the things that he was doing with the football in his hand, not just in the Origin Series this year, but in the tests for Australia were outstanding. So I think that the hammer uh, will get that spot again. And unfortunately, that means Dane Gagai will miss out. And I think he'll miss out for the next couple of years, unfortunately. But Kurt Capewell and Dane Gagai, if there's injuries or something happens, they'll be in that side for sure. They'll be shoe-ins. So they're the centers in this B side. In terms of the halves, it's the two future halves after Cameron Munster and Daly Cherry Evans. For me, it is Ezra Mam at six with Tom Dearden at seven. That's how I think that the Maroons will look in the future in terms of the halves. I think Tom Dearden will lock down that seven spot, not only for the Maroons, but in club football as well. After Chad Townsend retires, you'd imagine that Tom Dearden gets the seven spot for the North Queensland Cowboys. So he takes the seven for me in the B side with Ezra Mam at six. And that's looking a little bit into the future as well with how the spine is going to look. I think it will be Ezra Mam and Tom Dearden in the halves for this Maroons team. Uh, looking at the forward pack, we have Tom Flegler and Christian Welsh in the front row. Christian Welsh, unlucky not to make it. But then again, he wasn't in the best form uh, compared to some of the other guys that had been picked in this Maroons side in the 2023 series. Uh, unlucky to miss out, but again, uh, you know, getting towards the back end of his career as well. And you've got some young, fresh, and really talented guys in the front row that are, that are ahead of him at this stage. And I think that's the same as Tom Flegler at the moment, even though that he's quite young and fresh in his career. Uh, they've got such a stacked forward park, and you just look at how this side is made up. It is going to be very hard for him to make his way back into the side, Tom Flegler, unless there is an injury in the forward pack. Uh, so that's why they're in the B side for me, Tom Flegler and Christian Welsh. Uh, we have Reid Marnie at nine in this B side. Uh, we've got Harry Grant and we've got Ben Hunt in the A side uh, as a nine and 14 one-two punch like we've seen in Origin over the past few years. Uh, so Reid Marnie would be the third man up for me in terms of the hooking role for Queensland. So he's in the number nine jersey for this B side. Uh, we have Felice Kalfusi and Jaden Sua in the back row. Uh, Felice Kalfusi, again, another guy that's been pushed out by what is a stacked forward pack. Getting towards the back end of his career, it is going to be hard for him to make his way back. But you'd imagine that Billy Slater might... Uh, you know, make room for him in this forward pack by, you know, making some tough decisions and leaving some guys out. He might even make his way onto the bench if he has a really solid year uh, again for the Dolphins. Jaden Sewer, I mean, it's pretty much gone downhill since he went to the Dragons. Uh, he really needs to, I guess, turn his form around. He's someone that has a lot of potential uh, and he's one of the hardest hitters in the NRL and one of the most underrated hard hitters in the NRL, Jaden Sewer. I think he's got potential to be one of the top back rowers in the competition, and he did when he was at the Broncos and he was when he was at South Sydney. I think that St. George, with all the issues they have at the moment, uh, it is holding him back a little bit. I'd love to see him have a big year, even if it is for St. George. I'd love to see him have a big year this upcoming season in 2024. Uh, Jai Arrow, again, another guy that's been pushed out by this stacked forward pack. He is my number 13. And then looking at the bench, 
We have Jaden Campbell in the number 14. I was sort of tossing up whether it was going to be Jaden Campbell or AJ Brimson. AJ Brimson has the origin experience, but coming off the bench, I think Jaden Campbell just provides a lot more X factor. Reed Marnie, we've seen that he can play a full 80 minutes. So getting a Jaden Campbell going through the middle, playing a roaming role, along with these really, really flashy halves in Ezra Mam and Tom Dearden, I think it would be a very, very dangerous just having him roaming around as a second 5'8", Jaden Campbell. Uh, the size and in defense in the front line is the only thing I'd have against him in, in this side in a number 14 jersey. Uh, but other than that, I think that he would be an absolute shoo-in. Uh, so Jaden Campbell in the 14 for the B side. We've got Joe Offerhang-Goway. Again, you talk about how stuck this forward pack is. He's another guy that's missing out. Tom Gilbert is a guy that is... They're only just going to miss out for me. Only just. I feel like he might squeeze his way back into this side, whether it's for a Mo Fodawaker or a Corey Horsburgh. I think he might squeeze squeeze his way back into this side. The only reason he wasn't there in the last two games of the Origin Series was because he dislocated his shoulder, but he was in the game one side. So you'd imagine that Billy has high praises around Tom Gilbert, and he'll make his way back into this Maroon side. Very unlucky with what happened to him in regards to his injury. But I do think he'll make his way back into this Maroon side. I think that he's a very high chance of doing so. And I think people have forgotten. I know that he's been out for most of the year. But just people have forgotten how good Tom Gilbert actually is in that 13 role. Um, I think that he will be someone that really gives it a red-hot crack to push his way back into this Maroon's outfit, into that A side or into the actual Maroon's team. Uh, and Francis Molo uh, had a crack, obviously, in the quote-unquote worst side ever. And I think he was there for the season after that as well. Uh, but he's just another guy that they have in their depth of front rowers for Queensland. Francis Molo, a uh, very tough competitor as well. Uh, I think in a really top side, he could be one of the better front rowers in the comp. But I think, again, St. George, with all the issues they have at the moment and the way they're playing, uh, the young spine that they've got other than Ben Hunt, I just feel like he's being held back a little bit. Um, but, you know, again, he's another guy for St. George. I'd just love to have one big season, Francis Molo. He had some pretty decent games in 2023, don't get me wrong. But I'd love to see him just have one big year. Uh, him and Jaden Sewer for sure. Uh, and then my reserves uh, for the 23-man squad, or a 24-man squad, I should say. Uh, we have AJ Brimson, as I said before. He would have been in the 14 jersey, but I did pick Jaden Campbell. Uh, Kurt Mann. I've got Kurt Mann in there as well. Um, you know, he's a guy that can fill a bunch of roles. He's pretty much played every position other than dummy half in a rugby league side. So he's a guy that if there's an injury, he can pretty much slot in everywhere. Uh, Jake Clifford, again, you know, he could be one of the future halves for the Cowboys. And, you know, if there's injury... He could slot in somewhere. Tyson Gamble, I've got in there as well. He's a Queenslander, so he could slot in if there's injury as well. I've really liked the season that I've seen from him in 2023. I think he's in for another big year with Newcastle. And playing off a fullback like Kalen Ponga, fuck, he's in for a good year, Tyson Gamble. And plus, Kalen Ponga will be having a full year as well in that fullback jersey, a full preseason in that fullback jersey. They're going to build combinations, Tyson Gamble and Callum Ponga. Tyson Gamble's in for a big year, and I really do think that over the next few years, if there's injury, either him or Jake Clifford could really make a push uh, for an origin debut. 
Uh, Corey Oates. Corey Oates, I think, has been forgotten about as well. Uh, we've seen some really good wingers like Selwyn Cobbo and Murray Talagi come through. Uh, obviously, Xavier Coates as well. Uh, Corey Oates was a really solid winger for Queensland, and he has been for a number of years. If there's injury in the outside backs, you might be able to see Corey Oates, depending on if he does play for Brisbane, come in uh, and play a role on the wing. But I do still feel like there'd be a few guys before him, like Alafiana Camperera's, Xavier Coates, maybe even a Kyle Felt, even though Kyle Felt isn't in this list. Uh, you know, there might be a few guys before Corey Oates if he doesn't play first grade this season. If he does, he'd be one of the top guys to come in if there was an injury for me um, for the Maroons. Xavier Savage, uh, from what I'm hearing for the Raiders, he is going to start the year at fullback. He's going to have a full season, uh, full preseason, sorry, at fullback as well, which is great, great news uh, that he's coming back. He had a really good start to the year. People forget at fullback before that injury, and uh, Seb Chris had to come in and play fullback for majority of the year. Uh, but I'd love to see Xavier Savage uh, with a full year to make that jersey his own, that fullback jersey for Canberra. And again, if there's a number of injuries or if a number of players rule themselves out, we could maybe be seeing Xavier Savage debut over the next few years, but I feel like that is going to be a while away. He is, however, in the subs for this B side for sure. Uh, And then we've added an extra player in. Uh, just recently as well. I only just thought about it as well. Can't believe I forgot about Sam Walker. Sam Walker as well, I think if you know Tom Dearden or Ezra Mam aren't origin caliber halves by the time DCE and Cam Munster retire, Sam Walker could definitely come in and be the seven with Ezra Mam in the halves for State of Origin. That is a fact. Sam Walker, I think he's in for a big next few years. The glimpse that we saw from him coming back from injury towards the back end of the year and just all the games that he played, even in finals, I thought he was fantastic. I think he had a really solid end to the year after having a lot of adversity during the year and being injured for a long time during the season. I think with a full season in the seven for Sam Walker at the Roosters with the side that they've got coming in, I think that he could really put some smiles on people's faces. I think that he will be in the squad uh, in the 2024 season for Origin. I think he's one of the guys that will be in the squad, will get blooded in the squad. Him and maybe Tom Dearden. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Maybe even Ezra Mam. Depends what uh, Billy wants to go for and who he wants to have in the reserves in case there's an injury. Um, but Sam Walker, I think, will definitely be in the squad uh, for Origin this year. I think that if I'm making any predictions for next year, I think that Sam Walker will be in the Origin squad. Uh, for game one. Now, I haven't put him in the reserves list for the Maroon A's, um, but I think that he might be there. I I really do think that he might be there. And that's going to be one of my predictions for next year. But that is my Maroons B's side. Let me know if you think that I've missed out on someone. If there's someone I've forgotten about, please let me know. But that's my Maroons B's side for State of Origin in 2024.